You're caught! Yeah. What's that, Jake? Whoa. Whoa, you're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here as always with woo, Jake Eisenberg. That's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and woo, Matt Beatty. Woo, everything's good in the world again. Balance is restored for another 24 to 48 hours. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we are in the midst the the thick of the conference semifinals in the NBA, we might as well get stuck straight into all of it with our favorite and only segment here on Backdoor Cut. Last week, we had to stumble a little bit. There wasn't too much to, to look to, but we had a bit of a rose gold resurgence. Jock Landale. Mate, he's taking Aiden's lunch. Taking his job. I know. He is taking Aiton's lunch. I really like it. So, it's been a great week for Jock. Been a good week for the Suns. Uh, good, good-ish week for the Suns. The Aiton thing is, is confounding uh, a little bit. But Jock, and, you know, you talk about the boomer culture. He comes in in game... Which day, Which game does Aiton get benched in? Game three? Game two, yeah. Game two or game three? I forget. Um... And the next day at the meet at medium, they're asking Jock about it. You know, Aiden's been benched. You took his minutes, and Jock comes out and being like, "It's fucking bullshit." The way you guys try and like pit us against Aiden, great teammate. He's like has 30, 20 games. Like he doesn't sulk all this stuff. And I'm like, Jock is not only a great teammate but a great liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just took this guy's lunch. Uh, I love it. No, it's it's great. Like. You expect nothing less from a boomer and someone in the boomer's culture, you know, ethos and all that. He's been a good teammate here. He's, he did take his the starter's minutes, you know. The starter got benched. Jock went on, did a really good job. People are going to ask questions of that, and he deflected. He said, we're all one team. This guy does everything for us. You can't ask for much more. And, like, his actual play on the court... Sun's got to be pretty happy with that. I'm sure they weren't expecting much of Jock coming into the year. Yeah, it's just in he's doing great, but it's, he's he's it's a tough task. He has the impossible to do. Like you know, you got to you got to grade on a scale here. <laughs> Ordinarily, this would be unreal, but we'll get into all this once we start to cover the series. Jay uh, Beatty, what do you think of Jock in this series so far? Uh, I mean, just firstly, it's, it's I think he's the only Aussie standing now in, in the playoffs, <laughs> so it was kind of a, a gimme, this Rose Gold. But, like, yeah, his resurgence in this in this series in particular, like, it's kind of been a little bit of a timeshare at times uh, with between him and Biombo, and I, I think at certain matchups it's, it's suited one or the other, and obviously uh, Monty Williams likes what he sees with Jock uh, against Jokic. It's... it's yeah, as you guys have both alluded to, it's it's probably the toughest task in basketball, and I, they're they're staring down the barrel right now. But like, I don't know, he's he's given a red hot crack. He's he's definitely trying. Hey, if nothing else, like defense aside, the screens that he's setting on the court to free up KD and Booker is working. Like that has been absolutely unreal, and I'm pretty sure one of them, can't remember who, actually brought this up, saying how good Jock has been setting screens for them and getting them open. Yeah, and look, it's a playoffs. You have to scrap and claw. And for whatever reason, Aiton 
doesn't seem to have that in him. Doesn't have that dog in him. Doesn't have that dog, dude. Not a dog. Jock. <laughs> I mean, Jock. Jock's a dog. And but that like this is the your playoffs, dude. You gotta dive. You gotta get your hands to a loose ball. You gotta fight. Get one extra rebound. Like the production between Aiton and like Aiton's gonna have more points, maybe more rebounds. But Josh Jock's impact has been better. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're grading like on a curve, and like regardless of whether or not Phoenix gets through this series, like they've got an Aiton problem on their hands. Well, why don't we get stuck straight yeah. into it? Well, when we're talking these series, let's go Phoenix, Denver Nuggets. Now, everyone's won their home games. So what do you make of that so far? Series hasn't started yet, right? Yeah. It's got to be one of the dumbest sayings in sports. <laughs> series doesn't start till someone wins. on. It's the dumbest thing. Um, but that being said, Denver is apparently unstoppable. At and home. what have I been saying for so long? You've, look, you've been driving the Denver bandwagon on this podcast, I would say. Um, shout out, Mudge. I know you've been, you, you called us out when we, when, I, when we shot down Jamal Murray, or I did in particular. Um, <laughs> look, man, at home, like they're not a good road team. Like below 500 on the road, but it doesn't matter right now. Like the only team they're going to have to, the only team that they would have to play on the road right now, looking like Philly. Um, like that's the only other team left that they'd have to play. They wouldn't have home court against, so doesn't matter. They're unstoppable right now. Like they just burnt. Finally, Booker and KD don't combine for like eighty plus. Right? Seriously though, like the the standard of basketball in this series is out of this world. Going from seeing like Jokic right now, where we're not even though we're appreciating it, we're not appreciating it enough. Like it's it's not of this world. When have we ever seen this? Wilt Chamberlain, like fifty years ago, whatever it was. This is insane. He's getting thirty point triple doubles guaranteed, and not like thirty, ten, eleven. It's like thirty, nineteen, fifteen. Guaranteed. Fifty three points. That was not a triple double. No, that that was the thing though in that game, right? Like they the Suns kind of forced him. That's what's awesome about Jokic right it's like his best game is the 30 point 13 boards 12 assists it's not 53 13 and 8 but he can we always did say like can he flip that switch can he just go get 50 when he wants it yes he can it turns out he can that was my biggest doubt and like we've seen it once in this series and we might need to get it maybe one more time who knows what version of Phoenix shows up in in game six but yeah I it's that was awesome that 53 Point game. That was that was that game in general, in as a whole, yeah. was just yeah absurd. Like Booker, Booker just can't do anything wrong. He finally he, started he missing some shots. Out there. He finally missed some shots today, right? Like today, what? Did, yeah. Like what was he today? This is a bad Booker game, and he was eight for nineteen, yeah. four for seven from three, eight from nine from the line, six boards, four assists, two turnovers. Like still, that's still a pretty good game. Pretty you take good game, that man. most times. Yeah. Like it's not bad. But Beatty, I feel it like was, um, you know you've been hate is definitely the wrong, not the right word. Well, like but, it's, it's um, you've you've more of the Suns guy coming in. Here. I definitely have been more of the Phoenix, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what what's been your assessment of, I'm, of I'm Phoenix's still, ability here? Like I, I I I'm optimistic still, but at the same time I I do 
you have to obviously acknowledge just how good Denver is, right? And I, I think coming in, I, I looked at the at least Durant and Booker as, as that was those were the two best guys in this series outside of Jokic, and I, I thought that the depth sort of from that two down in the series was was with Phoenix. Um, obviously, the Chris Paul injury is is a factor now as well. Aiton not really being a factor in any positive way for Phoenix is a, is a, also an influence on this for me. So it's it's really come down to just can we can we get Booker and Durant to outgun you know a team that during the regular season was just was was a juggernaut right led by a two time MVP who could have won it again this year. So I I it's it's now we're at that point where the Phoenix is backs against the wall. Can they do it? They've, that it's it's win or go home, and it could go either way because you you could get you could get another game where Booker and, and Durant just go off. But I I feel yeah. pretty confident that Phoenix is going to win Game Six. Like, yeah, I, I can see seven here for sure. Yeah, like Phoenix has been pretty pretty in command. I know that Game Four was tight, yeah, and it's been tight. But I, the way that Booker and KD have been rolling. It just feels like one of those series, and then you look at Denver's road record just as a team all year, like they just haven't been good on the road. Yeah. That crowd in Phoenix is really good. Um, Booker, just Booker, like, I mean, we could go on, we could go on for Jokic all day, but I've been so impressed with Booker. Like, he's the number one, he's the alpha. Yeah. KD, yeah. like, hasn't been that good. He hasn't. He's been yeah. good. Yeah. But you, like, today, for example, Booker doesn't quite have it. Like he's still playing well, but KD again, ten for twenty-four, zero for three from three. Like who does he think he is? Jason Tatum. Like, <laughs> I test though. Like you watch these games, and Devin, Kevin Durant, like he definitely is the main focus of defensive attention from the Nuggets' perspective. They are swarming this guy the second the ball comes near him. And you see how open Booker is as a result. And like Booker is feasting off that. Don't get me wrong. You can only make the shots that are given to you. But there is an element of Booker is getting not quite as intense defensive attention as KD is. And maybe that's the Nuggets plan. Maybe it's like if we can just shut KD enough, then Booker can go for 50 if he wants and it'll it'll be okay. But the problem is KD has been climbing just beyond that except today, and getting his anyway. Yeah, I wonder if they use that Celtics-Net series as a, like a little bit of a blueprint. Like Gordon, Aaron Gordon's kind of playing that Tatum role. He's, he's playing awesome defense. And then every time KD goes up for a, like a pull-up, it feels like there's another, another person right there, like contesting. So I think it's a good point, Josh. Like as incredible as Booker has been, and like you cannot take anything away. Like no one... There's, I don't care how much defensive attention's being yeah, yeah. to KD. He's yeah. just like, just, I don't even know. Well, yeah. I don't, I'm not I'm sure I've seen someone this hot over like a, a three-week span before. But Booker himself even said it. Like, yeah. I don't know, it might have been after the last game, but he said like, I've never been this open in my life. And like, if you're as good as Devin Booker and you can get, you know, anywhere from 30 to 70 points... You know, being more open than you've ever been in your life is he, a pretty cool. Pretty he's cool also thing. lying. In game yeah. four, he was not open in a lot of those shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, like they started yeah. sending doubles and it was too late. And then Landry Shamit steps up, mm. which, like, as that was kind of the story. Like, as good as Booker was again, 
that's been the story with the Suns is that who else is going to step up? Getting that third contribution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Shaman in game four was huge. And then today he goes two for six and made some really bad decisions. Um, Chris Paul went out after game one. Yeah, so. honestly, like, I haven't really noticed him gone. Well, because even when he was there, it wasn't like he was great. I, yeah. If anything, and, like, this is going to sound like blasphemy right now, but Cameron Payne running up and down the court at the pace he does almost fits Booker and KD better than the plodding Chris Paul trying to control everything. Not to say Cameron Payne is a better player than Chris Paul, even today, but... It has been interesting seeing how liberally they can run when it he's not there. Yeah, it's it's more just having that extra body on that bench and, and having another option either way. So that I, obviously you'd rather have him in yeah, yeah, form of course. And, and ready to go. Yeah. Ewing theory situation. Oh, uh, maybe not so much. I mean it's it's textbook. Is he the Patrick Ewing of this team though? But it's just it's, it's No, they're, they're better without him. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. the yeah, he's. They went. He went out, and they started winning games. Yeah, but they also went home. I know that helps too. I know. I know. But no. personally, I have been so enthralled watching this series because I feel like Backdoor Cut has never got a series more accurately previewed than this one. I was flying the flag that Jokic and many would provide a very tough battle for Beatty's point. The best two players on the court play for Phoenix and they're going to pop off. And everything's happened exactly as planned so far. And I don't really know how it will end up. Like if Nuggets keep winning their home games, I guess by default they're going to win. But who knows? I just love the way that they play offense. It's so, like, so different to the way Phoenix is obviously doing it. Yeah. Like Jamal Murray's playing awesome, but I don't think he's been quite on the level of KD and... Like today, he was seven for fifteen. Like it's just a different. He's not on their level. He no, just course, gets yeah. so up for it in the playoffs. He's a good player, really good player. Not as consistent, but this like the way that Jokic orchestrates the team. And it's then, amazing. Like he, like Michael Porter Jr. is one of the best shooters in the NBA, and the way that they're running and and cutting, it's like why is Michael Porter Jr. wide open? That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> And he's and he's money. He was terrible in the previous game, but like at home, anytime it leaves his fingertips, I'm like, that looks, that looks like it's going in, and then just doesn't even consider touching the rim. And Bruce just, Brown like, was money today. Bruce Brown, how did he get paid the mid level exception, dude? <laughs> Beatty asked on the day. Shout, shout out our Brooklyn Nets, my Brooklyn. What yeah. <laughs> what a what a what a what an arc for Bruce Brown. Like KCP's how did, yeah. flying around. Like I Josh, love it. I love it. Josh, Josh D. Mateo, legend, KCP. Yeah, yeah, One yeah, of the yeah. original ones that we poo-pooed on this yep. podcast <laughs> many years ago. And I remember. <laughs> I remember them all. And uh, <laughs> lo and behold, look, he's on track for maybe a second title here. Who knows? Um, but yeah, KCP, Gordon, Gordon's just solid. Gordon's like, unreal. He's defending it, so well. Yeah, he's and I lo- like he just gives them this element of power that complements the rest of the roster quite well like Murray's quite finesse Porter's just kind of chilling on the three point line and then Gordon's just like this big body. thick boy yeah, he's big dude. strong yeah and he flies around yeah I love that whole uh, little Jokic Ishbia yeah, Ishbia Phoenix yeah. Suns owner <laughs> push off 
shove. I don't know. Like it just it was it, it's really fed into the the sort of narrative for this series and and Jokic as well. Like they, I think before the game today, like he. he he greeted him and handed yeah, him the gave ball, him, yeah. <laughs> had a laugh about it. And it's, I don't know, for me, that really just kind of, it, it really endears me to Jokic as he just, he seems like a good character. He seems like a good dude, right? He's, I don't know. It's all, yes, yes. Of yeah. course he's a good dude, but there's like this, there's this competitive little psycho oh, rolling yeah, around yeah. in there. Like yeah. he was, he, look, I think there was a little floppage from Ishbia. <laughs> but hey man, I don't want to I don't want to cop a, a forearm from from Jokic no, either, no. right? And then and then today, right? Like uh, Phoenix calls a timeout sometime in the third quarter and the the Nuggets are around and Jokic just gets close to the whiteboard and KD gives him a gives big, him a four a big forearm. The big don't, the big don't yeah. argue, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like Jokic is in there like he doesn't give you a lot, but he does not stop coming at you and he's no, just man. he's got that look there's, he he had a shot at Markeith Morris, um, whether or not you feel that was justified or not. Like, Jokic is about this life, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. people forget he's Eastern European yeah. from Serbia. Like he's dude. a big boy. This cold. He knows. He knows. You've seen his brothers. Don't, dude. Don't mess with people that are from like really cold places. Yeah, really cold places. <laughs> yeah, life lesson right there from Jake Eisenberg. Yeah, as someone that's living somewhere colder. Don't mess, <laughs> don't mess with me. <laughs> but yeah, I don't but know. Yeah. How do you feel? Okay, so game six, back to Phoenix. Are we coming back for a game seven, Beatty? Can Phoenix win a game seven? In- yeah, I'm, I'm banking on another big Booker KD game. I think as a duo, they, they're going to they'll pull it out. They'll get it done at home and we'll get a game seven. In do we get Chris Paul returns game seven? I don't know Denver. if he wants. I don't know if he wants that juice. He's done this once before, right? And it didn't really work out for him. So, uh, maybe I, I guess it'll just depend on on, on how the injury is, is healing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, can you keep come, have him come off the bench and just have him as that change of pace, like to give give yeah one of the maybe guys in a, a, in a game smaller seven? role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure at this point in his career, he'll he'll be up for whatever. Yeah. You'd, you'd think there wouldn't be you'd too think, much ego yeah. in that, but yeah. If nothing Josh? else, I just love that anyone who thought Jokic was a regular season only player cannot say a word. Like this guy's built for it. Well, that was always re- those to those people. Grow up. Yeah. Come on. But yeah, I think this is this series is built for seven games. It's trending to seven games. It's a classic seven game. Yeah, one. this is it. I, I think all the regular season teams are in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Aren't are they? Well, why don't we just use that as a quick little segue into another game that happened today from the Eastern Conference. Was it Philly versus Boston? Mm. Philly goes up 3-2. Does it feel the same? (laughs) Does it feel the same as the other one? That's for sure. (laughs) We're obviously going back to Philly and not back to Phoenix. The irony is the Celtics have been much better on the road, kind of going back two playoff runs now. Um, Phoenix was also blown out today. Celtics were all kind of blown out today as well. It was, it was, it was there. It was a, it was a bigger loss than we were expecting. It was there for them to make it a game. They just could not hit a shot to save their lives until like. The game was over, and Pritchard and Sam Hauser came in. Like that, thirty-one point six percent is very much skewed by 
Pritchard and Hauser going three garbage for four time. in garbage time. The the, the all white guy lineup. For oh, the Celtics, the, just, the, the yeah. capital the, the capital riots lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, this is not good. This is not good. It's gonna be it's gonna be a shit show if the Celtics lose this series. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a shit show if they lose, especially if they lose in Game Six. Oh no! Like yeah. it's gonna be. And, and you know what's what's nuts is tomorrow Jalen Brown probably makes All NBA. We find out All NBA tomorrow. Give me that Super Max, baby. Right, and so it's going to be what? Okay, well, do we even want to give the Super Max? Do we want to trade Jalen? Um, Whoa! Yeah, well, that's 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 <laughs> these that's are the what, decisions that this that's what's happening. That's what's coming. Faces with the loss. Thank God Brad Stevens is at the helm because he is a. Unemotional basketball yeah, player. Yeah. He might want to sub out and go back to being a coach. He need, we, <laughs> Honestly, honestly. Um, so I don't know, even know where to begin, but like Tatum, maybe we start at the top, hasn't been good enough throughout the series, throughout the playoffs, you could even say. Had a pretty quiet first half in last game. Like I thought he played well. Rebounded, defended, play made, but wasn't hitting shots. And then had one of the best second halves I think I've ever seen him play. Like ended up with 24, 18, 7 assists, 4 blocks. Like, But then you come out in game one and there just wasn't an intensity to the way they were playing. Now, the Sixers are going – they're a good team, right? The Joel Embiid, James Harden pick and roll is one of the most deadly actions in the NBA – and the Celtics have been playing it at times incredibly well on defense. But you have to fight so hard to get over these screens in order to create issues on the pass, all these sorts of spots, sorts of spots. And there is not; they were not doing it today. The defense was not there. They're miscommunicating on screens on Maxi. That Maxi has not gone off once against the Celtics in his career. And today they just you cannot have Maxi cannot go off in this series. Cannot happen. He does. They do not. He does not have the makeup and archetype of a player that should be able to go off against this Celtics team. And today they just fell asleep at the wheel early, and it was too late. You add that to to them just being ice cold, like Al Horford 0 for seven from three on yeah. wide, wide open threes, and he's been that good all year. Big Al, big moments, and in Game Four he missed. The biggest shot of the game in the corner, in and out. And today we had that many chances to get ahead, get a, get back in the game, get a run going. And Horford just—that's the matchup in this series that you like—is Embiid has to come out to Horford. And and if, if Horford's not punishing you for not coming out, then you're in that's real trouble. trouble. Yeah. Derek White, Josh. It's uh, not me, man. He's <laughs> falling off the cliff. Dude, <laughs> dude, the lights, the lights. I, I, I wonder, the lights are too bright for this guy. They, Do you they, think? Two years in a row. Two years in a row. He absolutely faded in the playoffs last season. And this season he comes in and has a completely different year. The confidence on a whole new level. You're like, he's more comfortable. Yada, yada, yada. He has those first two games against Atlanta. And you're like, he's ready for this year's playoff run. He's the third best player on the Celtics. And since then, really, today he looks like P.J. Tucker on offense. Mm. He does. Like, how many shots did he take today? Six. He has to be aggressive and attack 
matchups where he has advantages, and he's just not even thinking about attacking. He's basically he, he's completely gone Ben Simmons on me. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bizarre, and like it's not as if the Philly backcourt is exceptional defensively and throwing him off his rhythm or anything like that. It, it is just a lack of assertiveness right now. It's it's bad. Rob Williams. Yeah, there, this Man. is okay. This was a, a question I was going to ask you because Rob has not looked himself. He's playing fewer than twenty minutes, pretty much guaranteed. What's the go here? Like, yeah, I think he barely got four points, a couple of rebounds today. I mean, he's never been a stats guy. Like, the stats don't really. But you're right. But, like, like you're, usually, usually even it's your like eyes. You can yeah, yeah. see oh, yeah, him yeah. flying around. And... That's what I mean. But even from a stats perspective, it's usually like six, eight, three, 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 three. Yeah, like, he, yeah. he stuffs the stat the stat sheet in across the board and we're just not seeing it. He doesn't look the same. Hasn't looked the same all year really compared to when we were going into the playoffs last season, but he did look really good going into the playoffs. And in this matchup, he hasn't been able to get going and be like Rob's always been jumpy. And with Harden and Embiid, you have to be so disciplined with your hands. Like multiple times today, he stuck his hands in places they shouldn't be in really key moments where it looked like they were going to get a stop and Harden's going to take like a deep two contest and Rob sticks his hand in that last minute, two fouls. Cannot happen. He And he, he just, on offense, he and he gives Embiid an out. So you, like when you play him at the same time as Embiid, then, then you know, he gets to sag off. He's Embiid's been immense. And like, Give credit to the Sixers, man. Like James Harden. Yeah. And his Vegas trip. I don't think any th- all three. Look. Two forty bombs. Yeah, I know. I I wouldn't have given you that all playoffs, let alone in one season series. May, maybe two two of the best games he's played in his life. Yeah. It's the redemption yeah, Harden playoff series. Yeah. What do, What do you feel watching this, Beatty? As a as a known blow it up. Celtics bandwagon. Blow it up, Celtics. I've just always enjoy some to, pain. Yeah, I, I I enjoy the pain. Nah, no. <laughs> I mean it's just as much of a surprise from the Sixers side too, right? Because I think the big question mark or knock that everyone would have on this team was how does it finally translate in the playoffs? Because in the past it hasn't, and obviously the team was a bit different back then. But you know Simmons is not there anymore there's had been a change in coach and and this is a new version of this team still centered around Embiid but with you know a complementary player who you think fits a lot better in Harden and it's just whether or not that that was that's going to be enough or whether maybe the problem was Embiid or you know whatever but like obviously they've they're really in this series they're really Oh yeah, Basically, they're they're in this series and they're in it against a team that has had the wood on them for the best part of the last five or six years. You know, as much as they try and drum it up as a rivalry, I think even Embiid said himself yeah. once, you know, that they they lose to the Celtics all the time. So obviously, I think they're they're, they're just carrying themselves with a, a level of confidence and swagger now. Obviously, it helps when you you're up in in the series and you can go uh, go home to potentially seal it in a game six. So. I, I, I don't know. I think the pressure is all on Boston, obviously, as the highest seed and the team with more expectation probably coming in. And it's it's just what they can do to try and, you know, not lose to Embiid now because it's it, they're, they're, they're in the do-or-die situation now. 
Do you, it does what, feel yeah. like as well that these sixes are more together as a unit that we've seen since like rookie Ben year when you know everyone was talking about trust the process and look at these guys coming up. Oh yeah, there, I, I I think they're super confident in the sort of six or seven guys that they that are getting rotation minutes at the moment in this series. They're, they're super confident in all of their abilities in their own roles and what's being asked of them. And I, I think probably on the converse for Boston, you know, maybe you can't say that right now for, for a, a number of their players. It's not, and it's not, it's not, you know, a lack of talent because we've obviously seen it at various points during the, the last two seasons. It, it's just whether it's a, a situation thing and, yeah, it's because you're in the playoffs and the expectations on the shoulders now a little bit and it's just, you know, dealing with that. A few months ago, I brought up the point on the pod, specifically to Jake, that it seems, and this was still regular season, you know, Celtics were cruising to the top of the East. It seemed to me that this Joe Mazzulla-led team didn't quite have that, like, dog that... The, the, dog. The, 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 the last regime had, and I brought it up and, you know, it was brushed aside. No, we're doing well. We're defending better than ever. The offense looks amazing. Don't worry about it. But here we are in the playoffs and it, it does, does seem, like, yeah. it seems like there is a lack of fight that was very clearly present in the Celtics last year. Cause as you say, the talent is there. They have a better team than they did last year. There's something, there's a disconnect, whether it's, you know, Rob I, sticking I, his I, hand in and last year he wouldn't have stuck his hand in. He would have been more focused or Derek being more assertive or Jason Tatum leading the team better than he could be right now. I don't know what it is, but there's I, I, something I think, not coming together. I mean, Marcus Smart, you can never you can never accuse that guy of not having the dog. I think he is the oh. captain of the dog on this team, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for the most of this season, he probably hasn't played as well as he has in previous seasons, I think you would say. but, but Is there this... an element that his role has been kind of reduced since better players have come in and I mean, he doesn't? That's a, been a good thing, though. That's been like yeah, a we, good thing. Definitely. We can, whatever, that's a whole other conversation. I guess the point now is that now in the playoffs, in potentially sudden death situation, you know, now you need... You, it's not Marcus Smart that you need. It's 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 Tatum and Brown and the big dogs. You need them to to show yeah. a little bit of that and yeah, not and shy away from it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. Like as much as Derek White's disappeared, Tatum and Jalen haven't been good enough in this series, and Jalen's numbers are going to end up looking good. Like today, he was nine for sixteen, three for six from three. He, but if you watch the game, dude, like he just—he was a mess on both ends. Like black hole, you know, on offense, the ball just stuck. On defense, he's losing, and this has been Jalen for years. He just loses guys on defense, which is why the the matchup with him on Harden, I liked early when they made that adjustment. Put Harden full court. That's your matchup. There's no, you can't get lost off ball. Like that's you just lock lock in and, and stop him. And I don't know. I don't know where he, he picked up two quick fouls in Game Four, which led, I think, to James Harden getting comfortable. And and this is this an issue you're going to face with Philly is that there's going to be foul trouble. That's just what Harden and Embiid do, and that's the and that's what's Harden to the like as tough as it can be to watch sometimes. Like you got to give him credit for putting teams in those positions. 
But Jalen, like, there was a comment at the end of the last post game. I got to make sure I be a, like I, I demand the ball, etc. He always goes off early, and then he fades. And whether or not you think that's a coaching issue or people freezing him out, I refuse to believe that there aren't shots for him in this current version of the offense. And if you want them, to go get them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm sorry. Like, attack in transition. Attack whenever you can. Like, pull up. Go. Um, he and then, and then Tatum, he has to start better. He cannot come out. I, I came up with this today and, like, I don't, we, we can get into a broader Celtics thing once actually if, if they actually once they actually get eliminated. If when. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if when. Yeah. If when. But like Tatum, what I think is the best part about him is that he does everything. He has the ability to do like everything at a really high level. It's the rebounding. It's the defense. It's the playmaking. And he happens to also be like a really good scorer. He's not a Booker level scorer. Like he's offensively like as far as putting points on the board. He's not as consistent as some of the top offensive guys. And Josh, I think feel like this comparison might work well for you, but he's like he's like at his best, like in that second half of game four where he was offensive rebounding, four blocks, just like everywhere, like absolutely dominating the game, not just by scoring. He, he's like the superstar version of, of Andre Karolinko. Oof. Like AK-47. like And it's like, I need Tatum to go AK-47 mode where it's like, I'm I'm guarding the best player on the opposite team. I'm getting deflections. I'm getting 18 boards like he got in the last game. Like 25 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. That's the type of Tatum that I think is the best. And when he plays like that, the scoring comes with it. And he's he's been typecast as this Kobe-type player who is obviously amazing on defense as well. But what I think makes Tatum amazing is his ability to impact every facet of the game at a high level. And he needs to come out like from the jump. From the jump. First possession. And some and he just kind of like eases his way into these games. And it's not it's not not good enough. Your team follows the leader. You need to come out and set the tone. And if they go down in this series, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a reckoning. Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of Celtics fans that begin for the first time ever turning on Jason. Well, it's Tatum. not even it's not even Celtics. It's it's going to be national. It's yeah. and like that's already there, and there was a lot of that after he lost he lost the finals. But it was like it was kind of like a win making the finals for the Celtics last season. Like they they got it over the hump expected. finally, yeah, yeah. and he obviously had a bad finals, but like losing in the second round. You drop an important game against Atlanta, you st- which means you don't start the Philly series early where Embiid's hurt. You drop the game with Harden where he has 39 points and no Embiid. But it's like all fingers are going to be point. I think most fingers are going to be pointed there. And I, I kind of think it could be a good thing. Yeah, like maybe for the first time it'll light a bit of a fire under his ass, so to speak. Like I have to be locked in. I, could- I actually, I'm going to use a... Not the AK-47 comparison, but, like, we talk about he's not Kobe. I think that's a mental thing. I think skills-wise, he absolutely could be one of the best scorers in the league if he was that way inclined. Well, yeah, like like (laughs) you say, like he is. He gets more points than, say, Jimmy Butler does. And in my opinion, he's more skilled scoring-wise than Jimmy Butler is. But... I trust Jimmy Butler to go get me points when I need them, whereas Jason Tatum just doesn't have that get-it-done mentality. 
I don't think he has one offensive skill that you can really rely on. Like he should make one. I know. He... He's a good a good shooter, good getting to the lane, but like what's the one thing you're like, oh Tatum's unsolvable at X? I, I think it needs to be that. If he's if he wants to take that next step, I think it needs to be I, I, I still always find myself coming back to him just taking some it's usually yeah. three pointers they're usually off the dribble or something and i just on the surface of it i'm just like oh, i hate that shot but then he'll go on stretches where he's making like two or three of them in a two minute stretch and it's just like wait well, i can't argue with that he's, he's making them so they're good but then next game he goes in and shoots three of, of 11 from three and it's just like i i think that can obviously it doesn't seem that bad in isolation and yeah what what was it 11 or 27 like that's not great but it's it's you know yeah. it's it's not the worst but it's I, I i just think that that sometimes those three point shots and this is where maybe the missoula thing feeds into it a bit more and maybe they've lent into just jacking up a bunch more threes I, that's more of a regular season sort of a broader theme not so much just this series but i i don't know whether that can just be a momentum killer in terms of rhythm offensively and then all of a sudden now you're not getting downhill. Now you're not taking those sort of transition opportunities. And, and now the offense just stalls. And part of it in this specific series is Embiid, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Like, the the Celtics, massive rim protection like, threat for sure. Yeah. The Celtics have to rain threes on them. Like mm. they, as Tatum and Jalen are not good enough at the rim yeah. to consistently beat Embiid. Very few people are, if yeah. anyone, right? Yeah. But that being said, you know there needs to be there needs to be more Tatum leaning into like a Giannis type approach and less of leaning into like a KD type approach because he's not the consistent level of shooter that some of these guys are. Yeah, and yep. he's like he's a big, strong guy. He's not Giannis big, but like there's this Anthony Edwards clip that always goes around and it's like someone asking like who's bigger, like who's who's like underrated big. He's like Jason Tatum. Tatum. Like you look at him on, on TV and you're like, oh, he looks kind of big. And then you get next to him. It's like, this dude's like 6'9", six, 6'10", six, and like big. And it's like, you got to lean into that. I, I think yeah. like if you're, yeah, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I think that's what I need him. Yeah, he needs to be that too. Like we, he needs to be looking at the box score and saying, I'm getting 15 or 20 free throws today. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting to the line. And that's I'm, what I mean. I'm putting pressure on the rim and I'm hopefully getting him beat into foul trouble. I'm, I'm, it's all these sorts of things. That's what they need from and, – and to an extent as well, it needs to be Jalen Brown too. Like it's, it's not just Tatum, but I, I think that's where their offense can just get stuck in the mud when it's just the shots aren't going in and then all of a sudden, now now what? Now what? Yeah. Yeah, and he's got to go quicker. Like, and, I, and honestly, like today and game four, for the mo- outside of some spots, like he's been playing with the right approach. Like today, I thought he played pretty fucking well from quarters two through four, but like someone else had to make, like someone's got to make some shots. Yeah. And it was just, it was, wasn't happening for anyone really, um, including Tatum on some shots, but yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, I do think, and we said at the top, credit to Philly. I think yeah. the matchup for them is that it suits because, I mean, at a very surface level, Embiid and, and Harden are, are guys who probably want to junk it up and play slow and, and play half court. And that is that is in direct contrast to where I think Boston are at their best when they're running and, and transition full court stuff. So it's, it is an interesting contrast of styles there. And that's the problem is that for whatever reason, the Celtics are obviously better when they run, but they yeah. just play slow. Yeah, you Sometimes. can get lulled into that. Yeah. yeah, like 
in crunch time in game four, they just like slowed it down up five and they fell apart again. Like they're not it, good it, in slowing it down. It's such a playoff basketball cliche, I feel, at this point, but it it, it, it rings true. I mean it's we see it we see it in that Lakers Warriors series as well, I feel, to an extent. Look, Oh, yeah. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. We can do a, a fucking obituary yeah. next week. <laughs> um, but look, game six in Milwaukee last season. I came on this pod- very podcast yeah. in a very bad way last year as well. So We never know. There's still time. We will revisit this. Yeah. In the meantime, though, why don't we pivot to the other big matchup in the West which has been honestly quite surprising for me. Going into this series, I believe my preview was an immediate Warriors will smoke the Lakers, and that isn't happening. So what's, what is happening, fellas? Is, Beatty's regular season doesn't matter thing is could not be more <laughs> true. But look, for, for LeBron teams in particular, it's never, it hasn't really mattered for a decade, right? Like how many regular seasons has he kind of just been? He like, he did he did push the limit of that this year. There was re- truly with the yeah. like, <laughs> truly, but and but like maybe look, Josh, that's a great point. Pushing the limit of of playing the game within the game, I think encapsulates LeBron in this playoffs well, yeah, I, in this year. What maybe? But he also got very lucky that his team, the GM. I don't know if he had anything to do with it, but come deadline they did whoosh things around and completely changed all it did was trade westbrook well they brought in like guys from the wolves who have stepped in and looked quite good yeah they, they have had, but like they, yesterday Rui hachimura was a inspired signing um I, I cannot... I, i'll give him credit i'll give him credit oh. they they were terrible and they flipped enough to become one of the best defense t- defensive teams in the league going into the playoffs as much as LeBron can play his game within a game, how much does the regular season really matter, yada, yada, yada. There was also an element of this team did get good at a certain point. And had they kept going on that trajectory with Westbrook and blah, 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 no chance we're talking about him right now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not even saying regular season. I'm like, game within the game, LeBron in the playoffs. Like, I've never seen anything like it. The level of calculation that he's playing with in these playoffs where he's playing a certain way and he's picking his spots in a certain way. It's so obvious to me. And game, the first game back in LA where they went to overtime and LeBron had like that, that clutch layup over Jaron Jackson Jr. He did everything he could to just not take over. He gave everybody a chance to make shots and he was like, fine, I'll do it. And he did it. And in this Warriors series, like in game four, he didn't take a shot till the second quarter. And it's so calculated. He's like, I know how much I have. And I can only, and so we either either win with how much I have or we don't. And he's just picking his spots in these key moments. And he's so efficient with these touches and these passes. Like it's, it's it's incredible, Beatty. I'm sorry. You you probably can't stand up right now after that. But yeah. (laughs) No, I, I think both of you guys have, have, have hit on things that I, I, I wanted to bring up. I think that the trade deadline was 
incredibly important. I, I wouldn't call it luck because I, I just no. think that's that's a front office doing its job, right? That's they had to make changes. It was it was it was blind. It's clear as day that that they needed to make changes because that team, as it was before the deadline, was not going to be a playoff team. Let alone, I more, I more say it's luck. Now. It's luck in the changes that presented themselves. They got lucky in what was available. Yeah, Make your and, own luck, baby. I honestly, it was subtraction, addition by subtraction. Yeah, it was, but you know, you're also getting, you know, you're getting contributions now from the guys that did come in. It's still ultimately yes, addition by subtraction. I mean, Davis has obviously as well stepped it up a notch, and and whether that's, I don't even want to. I feel like I always harp on about the durability with him, but I feel like this year hasn't even been that bad. It's it just more now. This playoff run has has been really good for him across both series for the most part. Like. And, and I, I think also then you consider that matchup with Golden State and it's just, it's again, another contrast of styles where the Lakers are this big physical team and they can play slow and they can get it down in the low post and they're going to beat you up. Obviously the Warriors are uh, this proficient three-point shooting team and they want to get out and run and do all that. And it's 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 that contrasting style when they don't really have uh, an answer defensively for Davis. and And that's probably been... The biggest thing in this entire series, and 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 that's I, I don't know if if the Warriors can overcome that. It, it, it's 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 yeah. I, I don't know what you thought. Considering that Looney was so good, I thought in the in the first round against Sabonis and and those sort of matchups in the front court against the Kings. AD is not Sabonis. Yes, I guess that's the answer. Yeah, they briefly tried the Looney Looney plan, throwing him. I think it was even the first game, and didn't AD get thirty and twenty or something? Yeah. Like? yeah. Yeah, look, man, and this is AD's been this guy. Yeah, but it's just—it's always been the health thing, as you said. But and even throughout this season, he was coming and going, even when he was healthy. Even like, this off season, like we saw you know, flashes like for every thirty twenty game. The next one is—I think Charles Barkley said it like he's due for an egg tomorrow or something <laughs> like that. Well, he yeah. broke that streak though, didn't he? No. He did, yeah, yeah. And like he's—he's he's honestly been. One of the best players in the playoffs. Yeah, his his defensive impact, like you know, before round two started, I was like, "Wow, Draymond is the best defender in the NBA." AD has snatched that from him. Yeah, he is unbelievable, dude. He can switch out onto Steph and shades, shades of Kevin Love and <laughs> Steph Curry out on the perimeter trying to get a shot up. What's crazy to me about the the Warriors is like they do some really dumb shit. Yeah, they've always done some really dumb shit. It's so like, how have they obviously? They, they have, no, yeah. they've escaped criticism. Yeah. Maybe is that? Yeah, I. Well, I like, how have they too. won so much? Despite yeah. and obviously, KD is the answer to two of those titles. Yeah, yeah, right. And you're like, if they don't win this, like, I mean, they're down three-one. If they don't win the title this year, they got a lot of. A lot of reckonings happening over there as well. <laughs> um, oh yeah, if, if like if they flame out, say Lakers win the next game and it finishes gentleman sweep. Yeah. Like Draymond may not come back. Jordan Poole may not come back. Well, he's just been signed one of the worst contracts in the league, dude. He's no one's. He's he's, signed, he's, he's coming in. back. One hundred and twenty okay. mil, dude. He's making thirty million a year. What do you do with Clay? Like he had a bit of an egg in the last game. Steph, I assume, will hang around till his yeah. last day. But yeah, it's it's Jaylen Warriors. Brown for Steph as Curry we... says no. <laughs> I think the Warriors say no. I think they might as well. <laughs> but yeah, like the the Warriors as we know them could look exceedingly different come next 
game one of next regular season should this next game not go well. I it, it's just crazy that they, they they've won so much and even I swear they've played seven plus four four eleven they've played eleven games I'm pretty sure that the first possession of every single game has started with a turnover for them yeah yeah, yeah but that, it's that's crazy been a thing since 2015 I know it's just it's, I guess like, that, that chaos yeah. was it was part of the plan like. I guess if we play crazy, like the defense doesn't know what's going to happen with the ball either. Like, like Steph grabbing the ball on that jump ball late in that game and just throwing it behind his head. Yeah, he called the time. Yeah, it's such. But like, yeah, no one really gives you. Like, I feel like we don't have this memory of of moments like that. And well, there's yeah. Because they keep winning. Because they, well, yeah, yeah. Well, they had like in you know 2015, 16, the three one comeback with the Cavs. Yeah, he nice. has the behind the back. Turnover, like in the when it's clutch time, that's it's out of bounds. That's the one. Yeah. That's like the number one. Yeah. And against the Kings, you have the he calls a timeout with no timeouts, and the Kings that, should have won the yeah. game. Yeah. How do they keep escaping these stuff? The Celtics don't escape anything. Greatness. Where was where was this in the finals last season? <laughs> Greatness finds a way, my guy. You you saw Steph in the finals last season for all their chaotic, silly, dumb moments. There's moments where he just does something that no one on earth could dream of doing. And, like, that's it. That's that's where, right. how they get where they are. In game four, he had an incredible game, right? 30, 14 assists, seven boards, steals, yeah, like, yeah. taking charges. He, I think him and Jokic are at the top of the list of best players in the league right now. And, and Jokic, I mean, he may have wrestled it away from him uh, for, the, for the time being. It's just... And I'm I have PTSD and I'm biased from the finals, but like I can't believe that they haven't been. They they feel like they've been lacking dog. Mm, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And obviously they've gone through so much, but like this whole season between Draymond punching pool. That was it. That was it. It's always like, been off all year. The 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 Warriors have always been this team that's like we keep it in house, you know, and like it always felt like they could explode at one another from game to game. And it would be fine. It's like water under the bridge. We're all trying to win. We're all hyper competitive. And this year just hasn't had that freeness of communication. Like everything seems so like they're constantly not stepping on each other's toes, but they don't want to, you know, say something that's going to create a thing. And well, he did almost from, kill Jordan Poole. It, that's it, just, probably it the... came from that punch. They, he smashed his teammate in the face. Any other year that would have been, you know, swept under the rug, kept private and the Warriors circle and it came out it came out the world saw and you know i guess it would give you a sense of trepidation having that draymond's not just going to go up to jordan Poole and smack him in the face again knowing that the world saw the first one i will say like the more i watch the warriors more i kind of see where draymond was coming from jordan Poole seems like such an annoying (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people have been saying that like what did jordan Poole do to get smacked in the face He talks a lot of shit for not being that good. Yeah, he talks like, a lot of shit. Like, like, if he's not making shots, he is useless. Like, yeah. he is a disastrous, disastrous defender. Um, their rotation's a bit of a mess right now. Like, any any other organization whiffs on the number two overall pick, and that's, like, cataclysmic. But yeah. the Warriors won a title still, and they traded yeah. him for... Flipped into Detroit to Detroit. Who they even yeah, trade Wiseman for? Yeah. Because they brought in Gary Payton. Um, I know Sadiq Bay went to 
Atlanta. Atlanta. What am I missing? Um, but yeah, obviously, obviously, not helping yeah. today. Like yeah. Moody's been the best guy of those of those um, of those draft picks. Divincenzo's been solid. Like Kaminga's okay. Yeah, but like, it's just doesn't seem to be there. But look, would would anything be more poetic, Beatty, than Steph Curry? Coming back? Well, I mean, we talked about it in the last series. I mean, there's there's every chance that they can claw one back, and and we can keep going, and and this might might go seven as well. Like, I it's I don't think it's yeah. You you're never going to count Steph out as no. much as we just waxed lyrical about how good the, this version of the Lakers are. Like Steph could go for fifty, and all of a sudden it just changes the game. So yeah, no, not even know. that. Like AD could have another off game. He could just lay an egg. And then the Warriors. Yeah, I don't get know one. about that. I don't, I know he laid an egg in game two, but he's been really good for every other game. And I know it was funny to be like. At least defensively, he has been. But like yeah. even in that Memphis series. Yeah, I know. Like it, it hasn't been for a guy as freakishly big and talented, yeah. and like you have to dominate every game. The fact I, that he doesn't is what makes this spur up. I I really do love that. Even just the contrast in the terms of like this Lakers team between LeBron and, and Davis is so much bigger. They're just physically so much bigger. And like when you see LeBron matched up on Draymond, and usually we talk about Draymond as like a small ball five and like guarding the center. And it's just like, he's got LeBron on him. Like who, then if he's got LeBron, who's got Davis? Like how, how do you, I don't know where they go with that. I think that's been probably the biggest issue for them in this series. And, and if AD keeps it rolling, then I, I'm back in the Lakers. I can't believe that the Lakers might get to the, the conference finals. It's, I know. It's, it's I know. crazy to think. Um, They're a playing team, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's segue into the final series. That we AD haven't... Jokic could be sick. Oh, it yeah. could be sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But another playing team that might just make the conference finals, the Miami Heat. They're up 3-1 on the Knicks. Might. Yeah, yeah, I say that. Well, technically, it is a might. Yeah. But, you know, it's looking pretty good. And they look amazing. Like, if there's a team that truly exemplifies the regular season, doesn't matter. It's this team. I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like, he, I'm, I'm he, with you. I can't believe it. You doubt the heat culture at your peril. <laughs> we did. We did. Every time, every every single year, there comes a moment where we're like, what nah. the hell's going on? Okay, nah. they're finally flamed out. This is bullshit. They're starting and every Kevin time without fail. <laughs> something out of nowhere just brings it back, and you're like, God damn it! They do have that heat, heat culture. They do. They, they do. Obviously, they do. fucking do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Two three weeks ago, we said Pat Riley's washed up. This team sucks. I, Bam! Conference they, finals. I, I, Jimmy's they, MVP. They are going to be in the conference finals in the shortest amount of games out of anyone else. If I know, they, and they, they played the play-in. If they clean the... It's mind-boggling. Obviously, it's mind-boggling. Giannis missed some time. That's yeah. clearly a that factor. That helps. That helps, clearly. yeah. Clearly a factor. But the Knicks were good, dude. They smoked yeah, yeah. the Cavs. Yeah, they yeah. smoked the Cavs. The Heat have been squashing them. It's and not even close. And the Knicks have been trying. They've been giving it all they can. Like, this no, is just... I don't know, man. The Heat, the heat gate, the, the game was there for the taken in game four. The Heat didn't even play that well. They finally weren't that red hot, and the Knicks just could not get a rebound. The best rebounding team in the league, Randall. 
Holy shit. Yeah. You, you take the good and the bad with Randall. No, well, <laughs> that would imply that there is some good. There is. There is not, some good. Not in this playoffs. Maybe not in the conference semifinals against the Miami Heat, but there is some good. They wouldn't be in the conference semifinals with the Miami Heat if not for Randall. No, but actually they might have been because they play without him in parts of the first round. They didn't need him. In, they've been better without him. Yeah, it's crazy. an argument to be made. I'm I'm blown away by what the Heat have done to them. They don't look like they want to be there now. The Knicks do not want to be there. They Heat cultured them, baby. I don't, I can't believe it. Pat Riley knows. Spo knows. <laughs> it's it's just what it is. The Miami Mafia. They they just it's 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 <laughs> been this it's been one of the real undercover stories of the playoffs. Uh, you kind of forget that they bundled out a one seed. A couple but weeks credit ago, to like. Cr- Credit to Jimmy here. We can, we can talk about heat culture, this, that, and whatever. If this guy isn't Jimmy Butler, none of that matters. Like, it, it's been ridiculous seeing him just put this team on his back and fight to the conference finals, injured. Like, and that's what, what I are mean, we talking about here? Like, as far, yeah, like setting the tone, right? Like, he, went, he didn't play in game two of this series, and the heat almost stole that one too. Like... <laughs> Gabe Vincent and was the number one guy. He's there on the sideline. Just like eat, rubbing his hands, licking his lips. Eating popcorn. He's literally yeah. eating popcorn <laughs> on the sideline in this sleeveless maroon thing, singlet and just smiling like a maniacal yeah. psychopath. <laughs> and then he, he didn't even have a crazy game in game four, but like that's the tone. That's the, it's yeah. like, and everybody follows his lead. Everybody's like willing to, they're, they're truly willing to like die on the court for, for, Spo and Jimmy, like Kyle Lowry, what he's back apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's been really good. Kevin Love's been really good. Kev- it's Dude, out Kevin of his Love. World. The Cavs gave him away. Yeah, they, yeah. they paid him money to leave. <laughs> he's starting. Yeah, I know. I know. Hitting big shots. It's crazy, dude. This is the most mind-boggling of them all. And like, Philly plays Miami. Jimmy, who do you bet? Who do you bet? Yeah. Philly versus Miami. I who mean, obviously, the, like Philly's going to be heavy favorites, but you know what? You know who's going to be fucking ready to go? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. And you know who's going to be who's one guy who I think could bring out because, like, look, the yeah. Sixers in Game Four almost blew that lead. If the Celtics weren't didn't also blow the lead that they got off of the blown lead, they would have been down three one. And so I, we all know that there's James Harden poopy pants, man. Yeah, in I there. can tell you right now, as someone who watched. Jimmy Butler for years quietly in the sidelines before he was the man, the myth, the legend. This guy will take every opportunity to get in James Harden, Harden's ear just to break him, break his confidence. Like he's going to yeah. attack James Harden from the get go. And like, and we'll see. If anyone, well, that's gonna, if they make it through, of course. If of course, but like, yeah. if anyone can figure figure out the Embiid Harden pick and roll, it's gonna be bloody Spoju, this bloody wizard. Dumbledore, man, just like <laughs> unstoppable. It, I can't, I can't believe it. I thought this was it for the Heat this season. Oh, that, like this, they're done. Pat Riley's made this many mistakes, and here we are, up three one. It's the ultimate dog team. It is. Oh, it's yeah, been a yeah, theme yeah, yeah. of this episode, and they Caleb are. Martin. They should be renamed the Miami Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's they they've just got it and I yeah I I I, I don't know I think everyone's just super shocked about this team it's, it is awesome it's, though it's it is awesome. sick like I have no choice but to respect it 
Yeah, yeah. No one's saying shit. Like, okay, fair enough. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> I guess you're like the third best player in the league. I, I, yeah. My bad. Oh, far out. Well, we're halfway through the playoffs. Are we any, like, I don't know about you guys, but I am just as clueless as to how this is all going to pan out as I was before the playoffs started. I'm no further along. Who do you feel nah, best about, Beatty? Lakers, don't I, you? I feel, I feel a little bit more clarity now in, on two fronts. I, I'm, I'm taking Denver seriously now, which I know I'm late to the party there, but I, I think that they've obviously, they're, they're a great team. And yeah, like, like you, you mentioned it laughing, but like the Lakers are kind of good and you yeah. can't discount them and there's a very good chance of going to the third round. And yeah, that matchup, AD Jokic, like if there's one guy that might be able to to, to sort of go mono in mono with this guy, it could be AD. So I, I think it, the West is kind of shaking out. I mean, I, I feel like everyone respected the Warriors, and we still do, regardless of what happens with this series. But it, it, it is it's no knock on them for losing to this Lakers team, certainly. But I, I think that we, I think I tipped them in that series, and like I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Lakers. I'm rooting for the LeBron angle, but like. Yeah, I, I don't know. In the West, it, it's starting to shake out a little bit. Phoenix, probably not as good as I as I was hoping. I, I probably put a little bit more weight on them, but I, I, I don't know. It's still still hey, man. happen. And then the East, I don't know. The East is just now I feel really uneasy about the East. I don't think anyone is particularly... I know you hate Boston, but now, you've, now you're telling me Philly's going to win a title? That just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. No, you're right. It doesn't feel right to me either. Like I really, This is where like I, I can't comprehend that Miami might be my I feel the the most confident or the strongest about them my That's, nightmare is in yeah. play I feel the Lakers final is in play <laughs> and I you are a lose-lose what if there's nothing there's no mental gymnastics that I can do to convince myself that I like one one of those teams to win nothing absolutely <laughs> you might nothing just stop watching basketball for I a, might have a couple to. of weeks yeah, yeah it's just, just swim to Antarctica I think my pick is Coming out of the West, I'm still with the Nuggets. I think they were my pick going into the regular yeah, I season. Think they were. Yep. Yeah. Still with the Nuggets. They are absolutely for real. And I do think, should the Lakers get through and play the Nuggets in a series, Jokic will be a lot to handle for them. And I think in the East, there's something in the water in Philly, unfortunately. And I think they're going to make it through. And I think it might be a proper MVP battle. Joel Embiid, that would Nikola be, Jokic that in would the be finals. Cool. Oh, Jesus. Thank, oh. Anyway. They, they shouldn't have announced the MVP. They should have said, whoever wins, yeah. you, you get that <laughs> as well. I agree. Uh, yeah, well, I guess it, it is MVP versus MVP. It should that come to fruition. Well, we're going to find out. And I'd pick Jokic, just, just for the record. Going to find out. Look, Surely closing thoughts there, Jake. Boston, they've got something left. Surely. I'm really, I'm really interested to see what happens in game six. Because, look, if they, if they bring the fight and they lose, so be it. Yeah. Absolutely. But if they, go, yeah. if they come out and it just doesn't look good, oh, no. that's going yeah. to be, be bad. All right. Well, that's the update. I guess we'll check back in next week. We'll see if Jake's still alive. If LeBron made it through or if Steph did the impossible, we'll find out. We don't know. We've been wrong about everything all the way. <laughs> yeah. Until then, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. 
fellas. Until next week. Peace.